Welcome to the She's Brave podcast, where I share simple tips, tricks, and interviews to help you build your confidence, show up more powerfully in your own life, and most importantly, get your needs met. I'm Tiffany, licensed therapist and coach, helping women build their confidence over at A Worthy Journey Therapy and Coaching. I hope this podcast is a helpful resource for you on your own journey to building self-worth, self-care, and self-love. In today's podcast, we talk about very real and very heavy topics such as suicide, suicidal thoughts, and ideations, which may be triggering for some listeners. If you yourself struggle with this, you may want to skip this episode. Also, if you yourself struggle with suicidal thoughts or attempts, please reach out to a mental health counselor for support and check out the suicide resources in the show notes. All right, guys. So I am really excited. I'm always excited to have guests on this podcast. So today I'm going to have um, Charmaine Moore. I am going to introduce her briefly and then we're going to get right into it. So before we get into that, though, like what I have been really wanting to highlight on this podcast are really stories of women thriving in their lives, of people um, being brave, being confident, sharing their stories so that it shows you what's possible and it is an inspiration for you and shows you that, yes, yes, building confidence, being brave, being bold, being powerful is a journey. It does take time, but it definitely is possible. So that is my kind of like mission behind this, these new segments of this podcast. So today we're going to have Charmaine Moore. So she's the founder of Face of Hope and Beauty Lifestyle Coaching Business. She's also a writer, a self-love queen, and an inspirational <laughs> life speaker for the past seven years. So Charmaine is also a wife of 22 years of marriage. She's a mother of six and a glamma to her sweet granddaughter. <laughs> um, so in her life, Charmaine has been faced with depression, anxiety, rejection, abandonment, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, and she is a suicide survivor and advocate for suicide prevention. So she knows firsthand what it feels like to live um, feeling powerless, burnt out, stressed, and not enough. So that's why her heart and her passion and her mission is to celebrate um, and empower women to stand in peace and power while loving, accepting, and enjoying the life that they live. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So (laughs) she does this through her face of Hope and Beauty Lifestyle Group coaching workshops, lady empowerment uh, walks, babe cave experience, guided meditation, blog, (laughs) and fabulous events. So I'm going to leak all of the information so you can learn about how to connect with her, how to learn about these events and everything in the bio. So welcome, Charmaine. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you having me and your brave, she's brave podcast, Tiffany. I really appreciate you and this is an honor. So I'm excited, excited to share. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. So <laughs> we have been connected for a few years and I've been following your business yeah. for some time. I've been to an empowerment walk and it is amazing. So the reason why I asked you on this podcast, though, is because, like I said, I really do love your story and I really do. Um, you've been through a lot, like you've been through some really tough things. So I thought that sharing <laughs> your story with other women and, and how you've kind of transformed your life would um, be really helpful and inspirational to other people. Thank you. Thank you. Where do I start? (laughs) 
Um, I can start with learning to love myself, learning to accept myself. Um, I want to say 2014 was the year that I really turned my life around. For years up into 2014, I hated myself. I beat myself up a lot. I lived in a lot of guilt and shame, um, comparing myself to other women and um, my life, being a mother, being a wife, falling short, feeling like I'm falling short. And just like you said, um, even in my bio, feeling like I'm not enough. And in May of 2014, I got to a point where either I was going to love me and accept who I am, or I was going to commit suicide. And um, that was a turning point for me. I decided to, um, instead of doing that, I decided to love me and to see what it means to love Charmaine. And it didn't happen overnight. It took a um, me seeing a therapist, um, speaking affirmations. What else? It's a lot of tools I use. Um, there's not a one and done tool for self-love. And so, um, but I decided to do something different. And I think that's where for all of us um, as women and just as human beings, it takes us making that decision to do something different and that we want the change, like really, really want the change. Um, and it took me pretty much a life death situation where either I was going to love me or I just wasn't going to exist anymore. Um, it doesn't have to get to that point for people, but for me, um, I need, it was a wake up call for me to wake up and love me. Um, Cause I, it was easy to hate me. Right. It was yeah. it's easy to hate ourselves and beat ourselves up. And it was like, either you're going to love yourself or you're not going to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, it's really easy. It's really easy to like beat ourselves up. It's really easy to suffer alone and to really go through this cycle of I'm not enough and, and to deal with those things alone. But it really does take bravery to say, okay, I have to make a decision. I have to make a change. And I'm not going to take the easy route. I'm not going in like continuing the pattern of, of saying like, I'm not enough. I'm, I'm not enough and living in that guilt and that shame that you're saying that you were living in and saying, okay, I'm going to do something different. So before we get to like what was really helpful, um, is there anything that stands out to you as far as like how did, how, what led you to that point? Like how did, what, what happened as far as like, how did you, what led you to this point My of feeling? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, it was literally two days before mother's day, May of 2014. And again, just full of guilt and shame and beating myself up. And, um, I had a plan and, my kids, they weren't in the house. They were outside somewhere with my older kids. I like um, to be said, I am a mom of six. So I have older, middle and, and little. They were little, my little people at the time. Um, they're a lot older now, but um, I had a plan. And in that moment, God had placed it on my heart to call my husband and let him know what I was about to do. Mm -hmm. um, it was like when I called him, he just appeared now. My husband at the time, his job was about 15 minutes away. In that time and space, um, he was there like really, really quick home. And the first thing he said to me was that I was the face of hope to many. He said some more things, but that was one of the things that stood out to me because I, how could I be the face of hope when I feel like crap? I hate myself. I don't feel enough. How could I be the face of hope? 
And so when we were done talking, the first thing I did was I went in my bathroom mirror and I spoke out of my mouth. I said, Charmaine, you are the face of hope. And God in my spirit said, you're not just the face of hope. You're the face of hope and beauty. And of course, my name and my business is Face of Hope and Beauty. And that name was given to me the day that I was going to commit suicide Um, back in 2014, two days before Mother's Day. Um, But words are powerful. And speaking those words gave me the opportunity to love myself. It it helped me to see me because I didn't see me before. All I saw was someone that was just living in such so much fear, so much fear, so much darkness, um, fear of what people thought, fear of um, just not measuring up. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. Like it even talking about it now, even though that was 2014, it was almost 10 years ago. That is like such a brave thing. And thank you for sharing that story with us and being vulnerable with us and and telling us your story, because I think a lot of people, especially if they're um, thinking of suicide or, or battling like suicidal thoughts, they feel alone and they feel hopeless. And um, you are the face of hope and beauty. And it's it's so beautiful (laughs) that that is how your journey began with, with building up this business that really empowers women. So what from your journey, from your experiences and this experience with suicide and um, or suicidal thoughts, what what was the thing that really what were the things that really helped to to lift you up out of that dark space that you were in, of that guilt, that shame, that of not being enough? Definitely. Um, I said speaking affirmations, definitely talking to a therapist. I still have a de- therapist to this day. Um <sighs> Having someone just there to hear me, to see me, to um, cheer me on is it, so important. So having a therapist in my corner and as well as my husband um, being there and my kids, um, being real with them, being real with them where mommy's at, um, age appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and even my husband being real with him like, hey, um, Part of my story, too, is that I came from, you know, a background of um, being sexually abused, physically abused and emotionally abused. So having that past trauma, um, unpacking that as well, that was a part of me even feeling like I wasn't enough, Um, you know, and then getting married and trying to be this perfect wife, this perfect mother. And but then letting my husband know I'm not perfect. And I never will be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And letting him see me be vulnerable and miss it. And I was thinking about your podcast being, you know, she's brave, right? Well, what makes a woman brave? Mm -hmm. She shows herself grace. Yes. Showing myself grace has saved my life. Yeah. Guilt will kill. Guilt guilt has killed people and guilt can kill you if you let it. Um, And guilt comes from living in the past, living in the past of the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, I wish I was this. Oh, I, what I gave my, so I told you I have older kids, middle kids and younger kids. I did the best I could for my older kids. I gave what I had to give. Mm -hmm. I can't beat up the past version of myself for not doing, not having what I know now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and just showing that's that's self-love showing myself love because I'm doing my best and seeing that I am doing my best but not allowing people to determine my enough yes my enough they don't get to determine that I get to determine that because people people will always have their expectations of us right they're always going to want and it doesn't mean that we don't want to you know give Mm -hmm. that to them but you just sparked something in me so I mean okay I'm gonna try not to go on a little on a little rabbit hole (laughs) but I love this this is why I love doing the work that I do and I love your mission so much is because I feel like so much is placed on women we're expected to be perfect. We're expected to have the perfect bodies, to look perfect, to be flawless, to be caretakers and be, and be mothers and take care of everybody else. Carry all those hats. <laughs> Carry everything. And then the moment then the moment that women say, well, what about me? What about me? Who's taking care of me? Then it's like, no, you're being selfish because your life is about taking care of everybody else. And it's And it's not saying like, to not be kind and to not be caring, to not to be there for other people, but also to make sure that you are being taken care of, that your needs are taken care of and that you do matter. So maybe get off my little rabbit, my little soapbox. <laughs> I'm like, I just, you, you said it and it's just like really sparked something to me because that's like something I really do believe is that we are expected to be perfect and we are expected to be flawless and to be strong and to be there for everyone else and to do and it we, all we looking got beautiful. That, right? We get to, yeah. to flaunt that, but... I also get to be vulnerable and say, you know what? Today I can only do two things, two things Mm -hmm. on my list, my to-do list, maybe one. And then other days, yes, I can knock out 10, Mm -hmm. keep it moving, hair flawless, everything. But then other days, no, I don't, I don't want to be that today. I want to just chill and yes, but that's still me. Right. So Mm self-acceptance is accepting all those parts of who we are. Exactly. You know, I used to just want to nitpick like, OK, I'm just going to accept Charmaine when she's on and she's glamorous exactly. and got it all yeah. together. No, yeah. yeah. When, when I can only do that one thing, I'm going to accept her, too, because she my energy each day is different. Exactly. My capacity is different each season. This season of my life, my capacity is a little bit more full. So that means that I'm only going to allow a certain amount of things on my plate. That's mm-hmm. wisdom. Yeah, there's other seasons where I can allow more. This season has been very emotional in my life with things that are going on. Um, So I'm going to navigate different in my journey in this season. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that. Yeah. So there's okay. So there's so much that's like popping out at me. It's like things that were really like helpful for you. But the thing that's really standing out is like is healing is this idea of healing those past traumas and, and the things that led you to, to this feeling of not being enough and feeling like you have to be perfect. And I do see, I see that a lot. So as like a therapist, I do see that a lot in my clients. It's like, usually something happens, like something right. happens that you have an overcritically critical parent or you go through sexual abuse or you something happens to lead us to believe that I'm not worthy. I'm not right. enough. And, and then because I'm not enough, I have to validate that my enoughness and my worth through all these things that are outside. Yeah. So I have to be perfect. I have to be flawless. I have to be a great student. I have to be a great parent. I have to be there for everyone else. So it feels like a, a really big part of your healing journey was addressing that trauma, which is hard. So it was, yeah, addressing that trauma you, and support. Un- you yeah. yeah. You unpack it and you, it's in layers. I don't, um, as things would come, I would let it come up. I wouldn't push it down. And then I would, Cry and release it, and then I would move on. And then there's things that's been coming, um, but I don't force it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, l- I allow myself to feel those emotions um, and feelings. And then I, you know, release it. And it's a process of letting go um, where you feel it. You don't deny it. You, you, cause our, it's yeah. valid. Yeah. You feel it. And then you, I like, I like, I love writing it out. Um, what I need to let go and then tear that piece of paper up or burn it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I write out, but this is my new story because mm-hmm. the past, my past trauma doesn't get to define Charmaine anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. I get to define and write my story. So. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, that. so having our that past will keep us powerless. It, uh, mm-hmm. It'll hold us to that, that fear state from the past of, you know, whatever happened. Um, but no more, no more of stealing my peace, no more stealing my joy, no more of making me feel powerless. And mm-hmm. it's a process. And not, I'm not talking about it like it's easy because it's not. But my thing in this whole journey is allowing myself to be aware. A lot of times we're not aware and then we shove down those feelings. But then when it comes up, it's that's why it's important to have those quiet moments with ourselves and say, hey, girl, what's, let me do a check in with you. How are you doing? What's going on? Why are you feeling this way? It could be mm-hmm. hormonal. <laughs> it could be mm-hmm. trauma. It could be just you're not feeling it today. But mm-hmm. have check ins with yourself. Find out how are you doing? We were like you were talking about. We're so used to checking on everybody else that we don't yeah. even check in. Hey, how is Charmaine feeling today? Hey, how is Tiffany exactly. feeling today? Exactly. Exactly. So taking those like check-ins and processing that trauma, writing your new story, like all of those things feel like it was a really big thing. And so there was something else that really stood out to me too, that you were talking about is this idea of you getting to decide what enough is. And you're getting to decide that for yourself. No one else has, you know, no one else doesn't, you know, family will try to do that. (laughs) Family will try to decide you're enough if you let them, um, I didn't grow up with my mom. My mom was on on drugs when I was little. So I I was put into um, my sister, my dad's daughter, which is my sister, um, got custody of me because she's older than me. Mm -hmm. And when I became a, not became a dope, later on, long story short, I end up connecting with my mom and we have this relationship. Well, it's different because I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up with my mother. Mm -hmm. And so, I had to decide boundaries and my mother wanted our relationship to be a certain way, but I'm like, I don't have that to give to her. I can only give what I can. And so I shifted and I put the boundaries up. And so I I love her. I love her dearly, but there's boundaries in place with my mother. Um, And it's it's beautiful. Um, Do I wish it was a certain way as a mother daughter relationship? Yes, I do. Will it be like that in the future? Maybe. But I get to determine my enough. Yeah. And I don't have to let her expectations of what she expects of me that I have to fulfill that. Mm -hmm. And but I also let her know respectfully, this is where we're at. This is what I can do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't mean I love her any less because I don't fulfill her expectations or anybody else. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You sparked another thing in me. So I'm like, this is why I love you and your business and everything so much, because we we are here. We understand. So it's like, <laughs> like the biggest thing I like to work on with with people and like is this I, with this idea of being enough, 
is that you get to decide and then you get to decide what taking care of you looks like, whether that's setting boundaries, whether that's being assertive, whether that is like in that it includes you showing yourself fully and giving grace to yourself. Like these are all things that we're talking about in this in this conversation. It's like allowing yourself to not be perfect. Like you don't have to be perfect. Who says you have to 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 be perfect? Being brave and being is being brave. Part of being brave is being vulnerable and being vulnerable is knowing and like really being at peace and accepting the, the parts of you that you don't feel are perfect and showing all all different sides of you, good, bad, ugly, up, down, all of it. And being yeah. like, this is who I am. And like you said, you got to decide like, OK, so is this is is what do I want to do with this? How do I want to move forward? What right. like what do I need to do for myself now? And Yes, this is amazing. Okay. Yeah. So if there's one thing um, that maybe you want to leave with people, maybe someone is struggling with this idea of not feeling like they're enough, or maybe they're feeling like, um, yeah, maybe they're maybe battling some of the same things that you were. Maybe they're feeling suicidal or having suicidal thoughts. What is one thing that you maybe want to leave them with that will help guide them in this journey that they're on? To tell themselves that they matter. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I told you I did, I was not only, you know, see a therapist, but I, I decided to speak life to myself. Words are powerful, um, but speaking over themselves. And even if they don't feel it, speaking out that they matter and that mm-hmm. they are enough. Um, really helped me to see me because I didn't feel like I matter. I didn't feel like I was enough. And then the next step would be getting help, like reaching out, reaching out to have talking to a friend or a therapist, somebody you trust um, that could you, you could just share your heart with and be real. Mm-hmm. We're not alone in this. A lot of times when we're in our head and we're dealing with depression, um, we think that we're alone and we think, that someone might not understand, but there's people out there that do understand that want to love on us. And um, I want anybody listening to this or watching this to know that they matter. They will always matter. Um, and it's not according to what they do mm-hmm. <laughs> or what they have or who's in their life. They matter simply yeah. because they have life. They have exactly. life. They are alive. Exactly. They're well. They're alive. Um, a lot of times we can measure ourselves based off on what, who we know, what we do, what we have. No, our value is not, like, our value should never be placed upon that. Mm-hmm. We're valuable because we have life. Exactly. Life. Exactly. That is such a powerful way to end this podcast. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to leave some resources. If you are battling suicide or suicidal thoughts, I'll definitely leave some resources in the show notes. And also with that, how can we learn more about you, Charmaine? Because <laughs> women, women need this. Women need these, these, these groups and these resources to know that they're not alone and that they are enough. And if you are ready for that and you're ready to begin this um, journey, yeah, how can people find you? How can we learn more about you? You can find me on my website first. Uh, my website is faceofhopeandbeauty.com. 
you can go there, check me out. I am in the Chicagoland area, Northwest Indiana area. I host events um, two to three times a month. This is my event season. Um, So picking off with some events coming up, my events are all about, um, of course, self-love and your peace of mind. I'm big about peace of mind, letting stuff go and living your best life. So find me on my website. Also, my Instagram is just faceofhopeinbeauty.com. So you can find me on social media on Instagram. Okay. That's about it. (laughs) Perfect. All of that, everything, all of that goodness is going to be in the show notes. I'll make sure everything is there so that we can um, connect with you and so that people can learn about you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this. This was powerful. Thank you again for your bravery. Thank for you for having billing. Yeah, for everything. Like, thank you. Thank you for having me, Tiffany. This has been fun. This has been really good. Thank you. Did you know that stepping out of your comfort zone is one of the main ways I've seen with clients that's helped boost their confidence? So I mentioned that because the month of May, we're going to really be talking about stepping out of your comfort zone and what that might look like for you. One of those ways that I'm going to talk about in May is I am going to be partnering with another coach. Her name is Amy Murakami, and we're going to be talking about solo trips as a way for stepping out of your comfort zone. We both have done it ourselves and we've seen how much of a difference it makes, not only in knowing yourself, but in building your confidence and stepping out of your comfort zone. So we are going to be talking about that. You'll get more information about that this coming month. But take this survey in the show notes. If you're interested in learning more about a solo trip, and what that might look like. We're going to be collaborating and putting together a solo trip opportunity um, to connect with other women, step out of your comfort zone, and also learn about yourself. You can learn more about that in the show notes and in this podcast and my email newsletter if you're not already subscribed. Have a good night.